Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the Southeast Conference to the Woodland. From the North Shore to the Classic Eight. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes and everything in between. All of my damn nasty deep. They all going down. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Now, here's Wisconsin Hall of Fame coach Ron Davies and WSSP's high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show as always presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern alongside uh, Billy Schmidt, Baby Tausch, uh, Ron Davies is uh, is not in tonight, and uh, I just want to start the show real quick with what's going on with Ron. He gave me the okay to talk about it. Um, my friend and my co-host for a long time is uh, he's got some health issues right now, and I'm going to ask people listening to to pray for Ron. He uh, he's going to have surgery a week from today. Um, he's got uh, he's got lung cancer. Mm-hmm. He's dealing with very slow progressing. It's in a lobe. They're very confident that they can get in. And get it out. And uh, they've asked Ron not to talk a lot because when he talks, he coughs. And they don't mm-hmm. want him coughing anymore. And uh, spent a lot of time with him on the phone uh, this week. And, and uh, you know what? I look forward to him and I getting back together and, uh, and doing this show. And, and I know he does as well. And so anybody that's out there uh, listening that gets a chance before they go to bed tonight, say a prayer for Ron. Say a prayer for Ron and for Jane. Um I asked Billy, I asked my wife, I said, how sore is he going to be? She said, really sore. So I was talking Very. to him. I said, hey, Ryan, I talked to my wife, Terry, who's a nurse, and she said, you're going to be really sore. And he said, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I said, then I asked her, is he going to be more sore now or when he used to play football? And she said, more sore now. I said, is he going to be more sore now or what if I put on a football uniform and tackled him? And she said, you be nice to Ron. Why do you keep doing this to Ron? Well, he laughed and if he you started even coughing. Dare, you're not coming home, Mike. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're trying to she test said, with that woman. You be Terry's nice. a saint. You better be nicer. Said, why, why do you keep – you yelled at him two weeks ago on the radio, and now you're talking about tackling him? You leave Ron. <laughs> I love Ron. And you, I could hear I could hear Jane laughing in the background. I said, Ron, I'd never ta- tackle you. And he said, man, I, I just want to get back in the studio and do another show. I said, we will. I promise you. We'll get back in mm-hmm. and, and – uh, so I just asked him if it's okay if I talk about it. He uh, he's 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 a little nervous. Ron is Ron is as tough a man as you're gonna find, and he's and you know what when he when I can hear it in his voice that he's a little bit nervous, a little bit scared. Um, it makes me a little nervous and a little scared. And so, uh, if you guys, uh, I, I appreciate you sitting in, Billy. I do. And Ron gave me the okay to to do that. And he said, you guys just touch on it a little bit and get off it. I don't want to hear. I I don't no, want to no, turn no. on and hear it. So. Uh, that that's what we're gonna say, and and if you guys know Ron, um, he's asked me to reach out to a couple of his guys because he's not feel like like talking to anybody right now. Um, 
But uh, if I can do anything for you, if you have any questions, give me a call here at the uh, radio station. Let's get to line one if we can. Tony Resch, he's been just blowing my phone up. Going, well, what? A lot of scoring going on. I, but he's like, hey, he's in Homestead in Hartford. He's like, what's with all the Brewer stuff? Let's get to high school football. Tony Resch, what's going on, Homestead Hartford? Hey, Mike, uh, before I give the update, I just want to send prayers and a big shout-out to Coach Davies. Get well, my friend. Thank you, Tony. Absolutely. Uh, Mike, we got four minutes and 11 seconds left in the third quarter. Homestead just ran a fake uh, field goal for a touchdown to uh, uh, safety uh, for for a uh, touchdown. Um, Garrett Wilson was the uh, player on the catch there. And uh, it's been pretty dominating so far. Hartford has done a couple things. They had an 80-yard touchdown callback for a holding penalty. Uh, but Homestead is pretty pretty much dominated the game tonight. We've got scores uh, by uh, a number of different players tonight. It's just spreading the wealth, and defense is playing really well. Tony, what's the score? Uh, 24 to nothing right now. Okay. 24 nothing over Hartford. Your sheet, Billy, Correct. is wrong. Just so you know, mm-hmm. they're yep. at Hartford. 24 nothing Homestead. Yep. And, and if I could throw in there, too, our good friend Ed Garza, uh, son plays for Grafton. Uh, Slinger is up 10-0. Uh, in case uh, we don't have coverage at that game. Slinger's up 10-0 halfway through the third quarter uh, over Grafton as well. Tony, thank you very much. Let's get to line two. Tyler Peters, South Milwaukee at New Berlin Eisenhower. Tony, give us – Tony, Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Uh, well, for, well, first off, be sure to um, send my thoughts and prayers to uh, Coach Davies. Uh, I know I'm com- I'm confident that he'll uh, pull, pull through. He's uh, definitely a tough cat. I look forward to talking to him uh, again next season. You got it. So, um, so for New Berlin Eisenhower, well, pretty much they've already played a whole game's worth already. They're up forty-eight to six over South Milwaukee with two forty-seven left in the third quarter. It was just uh, just a, a tragic story, story of tragic events for South Milwaukee. They had five turnovers in the first half alone. And Eisenhower was pretty much able to score on all of them. Jack Himmelspach has run for three touchdowns. And also Eisenhower had a touchdown pass by Ben Buchel or by Gabe Steeper to Ben Buchel. And they also, and Eisenhower also had a fumble return taken back for a touchdown and a punt return taken back for a touchdown. Eisenhower was finally able, or um, South Milwaukee rather, was finally able to score just now with 247 left in the third quarter on a two-yard touchdown run by Brock, by Brock Brenda. But Eisenhower, pretty much they're playing in their backups now. This is uh, going to be a runaway game, Mike, and yeah, I know you, we uh, talked. Yeah, you turned the ball over five times. Thanks, Tyler. You turned the ball over five times, Mike. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be hard to compete with a team like that, especially with the speed that Eisenhower has in the running game of Himmelsbach. And that's really, really tough. Yeah, we'll get, I'll get them next Thursday. Thursday Night Lights High School Football Game of the Week on my 24. New Berlin Eisenhower at Mesmer Shorewood at Shorewood High School. So let's get to uh, line three. Mike Bush, Martin Luther at St. Catharines. Big game of the week. Bushy, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know how much time is left in the fourth quarter because I'm calling you from the men's room. It's the only place dry right now. Um, Coach Paul Wollersheim showed up from the Brewer game and brought the rain with them. And anyway, right now it's Racine St. Catharines 27, Martin Luther 14. Um, Martin Luther just—they seemed confused, maybe baffled, shell shocked, and I don't—I don't think they know what hit them. Uh, talking to the coach before the game, those are his exact words too. This is by far. Not only their biggest game of the year, but their biggest competition right. of the year. 
and 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 I can't say enough about um, Deshaun Brown. I mean, uh, Racine St. Catherine's quarterback. He's responsible for all four of their scores so far. Three of them by passing, one of them by rushing. Um, it, it's been it's been all Racine St. Catherine's. Um, there's probably two minutes gone out of the fourth quarter. I'm going to stick my head back out here in a little bit and uh, get all wet. But, uh, Michael, I know you mentioned earlier about the grass field, and uh, they are starting to – the numbers are almost impossible to read. I reported to you the first half they weren't slipping yet, but they are now. Now it's becoming a huge factor. No team's going anywhere. It's pouring down here. And uh, the, the score again, we're seeing St. Catharines 27, Martin Luther 14. Yeah, you know, we uh, – if they play that game on turf, and, and, and Billy, you've played on – on fields like Horlick. Oh, absolutely. They've got three, four events on that field a week, soccer, yeah. football, and it uh, gets beat up. And I talked uh, talked to head, head football coach at Martin Luther today, and he said, look, they're, 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 they're big, big boys up front, and it's not going to affect them because they can go straight ahead. Right, once you start getting that traction down and you're able to make sure that your cleats are getting into the ground and you're, you're taking those steps underneath you when you're a big dude, that's not going to affect you. Right. When when you're changing the game on the outside in the turf, you yeah. can still play and you can throw the ball in the rain. That's for right. sure. Yeah. It's uh, So, I, to be honest with you, too, those guys, that field has gotten in their head a little bit because they know what it's like. And, and when they start talking about it four and five weeks prior, they, then you know that, that this thing might be in their kitchen a little yep. bit. Hey, let's get to a line two if we can. Donna Kern. I miss having Donna Kern on this show. Her daughter, uh, her daughter graduated. She's now at Whitewater, but she's at the Homestead Hartford Homestead game, um, homecoming game. So it's Homestead at Hartford for their homecoming game. That's hard to say. Donna Kern, give us an update. Well, we are a couple minutes left uh, in the third quarter. Hartford is unfortunately losing twenty-four to seven to Homestead. Um, Homestead has kind of owned the game. Three passing touchdowns and a field goal. Or excuse me. Uh, yeah, field goal um, accounted for their 24 points. Hartford just scored right before I called, so there's a little spark of life here. Everybody's kind of getting fired back up on homecoming. And uh, we had one touchdown call back, actually, on a penalty, which just kind of broke the spirit of Hartford. But hopefully they're coming back now. The crowd's getting kind of loud. So. Hey, Donna, so how did the dance team do? I know your daughter choreographed it. It went well? Uh, the dance team did perform at Hartford at halftime. I uh, did a nice job. We had a nice band performance, too, and my daughter was back helping the team out, so all was right with the world. You tell Nicole I said hello, please. I absolutely will. Thank you very much. That's Donna Kern. Let's get to line four if we can. Don with Chillis. He's at the Kenosha Tremper at Oak Creek game. Don, give us an update. Mike, Bill, 120 to go here in the third quarter. It has been all Oak Creek. Quinn Sulo punched it in from 13 yards for his second touchdown of the evening it's homecoming here in oak creek and it's been all oak creek to this point 106 to go third quarter 38 7 they're on top wow it's a good win for oak creek they got a, they got kind of a lucky one i think last week and uh now they're 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 rolling on and then Trump you come out and prove it come out and prove it yep no doubt don thank you so much keep us updated on that let's get to line one if we can nate george pewaukee at wisconsin lutheran this is a game that means a lot See if, uh, who's going to qualify for the playoffs. Hey, Nate, give us an update. Uh, just started the fourth quarter. We got Wisconsin Lutheran 16, Pewaukee 10. Um, all the scoring came in the first half. Uh, lots of big, big plays from both teams, you know, 30, 40, 50 yards or more. 
and then the offenses are just stalling out. There's been probably seven to ten turnovers on downs from getting mm. stuffed on fourth and two, fourth and three. There's only been one punt in this game. Um, both offenses just kind of stalled out here in the second half. Like, like Wisconsin and all of a sudden is just playing not to lose, and Pewaukee just can't catch a break on offense. Well, I'll tell you, that's an important game. What's the weather like by you? Dry as a bone here, but I'm going to knock on wood after hearing that last guy talking. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. doubt. I, I got to see that Pewaukee team in person, Mike. Yeah. And and they did. it. Similar to what he just said in the update is, it seems like their offense sometimes just can't get themselves out of their own way. And they, they have a decent defense. They have some good size. But ultimately, when you're on the field for close to, to 25 minutes in, in a 12-minute quarter game, you're going to struggle towards the end of the game being able to get stops and get the ball back to your offense. They, um, they're Lutheran's big offensive weapons there. Noah Billets, their wide receiver, uh, he came out halfway through the second quarter and he hasn't been back in. So that might be kind of the reason why their offense kind of started to sputter. It's, He's a big, big piece. Hey, uh, th- thanks a lot. That they're also quite young. Let's get to line two. This is a pr- pretty important game for you and me. Yeah, this this has some some so real G- bragging Jim, rights Jim for the next year. Jim going Fisher on. is covering this game Come on, for us. Jim. And it's it's Mesmer, my alma mater, against Whitnell, your alma mater. And it's Whitnell's homecoming. Come on now. Do we have lunch on this one, by the way? Well, I don't know. Let's let's get to Jim first. Jim Fisher, give (laughs) us an update. Messwood against Whitnell. What's going on? Hey, we got Shorewood Mesmer 27, Whitnell 7, with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. Woo! Hail to thee, my alma mater, best in all the land. Like that? Ooh. All right, Jim, give us that. Now, who's been scoring there? Uh, big first half from Shorewood Messmer's quarterback, Aaron Emers. He had three touchdowns on the ground and almost had a fourth, but their running back, Zoe McDowell, punched in the last one from about four yards out. Jim, what, are they are they spreading the ball out a lot or keeping keeping the offensive running game, you know, horizontal? Or are they going under center and, and running more of a triple option look? Oh, definitely the option. Not many passes, and the passes Emers has thrown, he's completed. Wow, man! I guess we, I guess those Whitnell boys are thinking too much about man, their dates on homecoming that's or something. Back Veer, Mike has been hurting the Falcons ever since I've been there. I can I can give you the laundry list of how yeah. this goes. This starts when I was a freshman. We get beat in the playoffs by Lake Geneva Badger. They throw the ball two times. We we lose to Pewaukee when Clay Iverson was there, and he was running it. I hey. talk to him now on the Carroll sidelines. I'm like, Clay, you were killing us. Well, with and that then option. you add a little bit of speed in there. Mm. That, that that was never good for the mighty Falcons. That right was there. Uh, that was Wisconsin Lutheran in the playoffs my senior year. That would be 20, the fall of 2012 when uh, in week one of the playoffs they were up 42-7 at the end of the first quarter. Oh man, that was speed, Mike. <laughs> that was speed. So they could have put up a hundred, if hundred by half, maybe if maybe, they wanted maybe, to. Maybe, yeah, if they would have stepped on the good, neck. But those, they, they those had good, time. Those they good, had time. The good Lutherans said we're not doing that. <laughs> let's uh, let's get to line three for Ken. Mark Neeson's been holding for a bit. Muskego at Waukesha West. Marky, give us an update. Nine fifteen left quarter fours. Muskego twenty. Waukesha West seven. Waukesha West scored right at the end of the third quarter. A nice pass from Blunt to. Uh, number 16, Trey Sessler. Uh, Waukesha West dominated the third quarter with wide short passes, and Muskego had three or four 15-yard penalties. So, Muskego's driving now towards the goal, so it may change this course shortly, guys. 
Hey, Mark, thank you very much. Mark was brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com for more information. Let's get to uh, to line four if we can. John Moore is at the uh, Brook Central at Sussex-Hamilton game, another big game in the area. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, we got 13-10 at the end of three. Rashawn Lampkin with two scores for BC. And just about a few minutes ago, Jackson Colliff ran 80 yards for Hamilton's only score. We have 13-10 at the end of three. So 13-10 Brookfield Central over Sussex-Hamilton. John brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. That Sussex-Hamilton program, Mike, with the facilities that they have and some of the talent that can go through there, that that's a sleeping giant, I think. It is. And that, you know, when they built that facility, I was out there and uh, talking to Coach D'Amato, and he said, it's amazing. you know what, they people think because we have the facility, we should win a state championship every year. He said, come on. He said, well, you know, this is going to help us. Their mm-hmm. weight room is ridiculous. It's incredible. We would go over there and work out because one of my good friends played over there at, at Sussex Hamilton uh, the year before they get the weight room. We would go over there and train during the offseason because it was just amazing. And what they're able to do now for for the advancement of these high school football players in the state with with the combine that goes on oh, over yeah. there. It's I awesome. know you guys are there for, for yep. with the coaches show. It's incredible being able to get these guys more action and, and, and more eyes on them as they do want to go on to the next yeah, level. It's a gorgeous silly. Let's get to line one. Taz is at the Racine Lutheran at Dominican game. Taz, give us an update. How's it going, Mike? I got a 42-13 Racine Lutheran over Dominican. Racine Lutheran has been pretty dominant tonight, um, scoring 35 in the first half and putting up another one in the beginning of the fourth and the third quarter, making it 42-0. Um, Dominican starting to find their offense a little bit here towards the um, second half, putting up back-to-back touchdowns here. Um, some big scores by um, Racine Lutheran's running back Jalen Hurts, who has three touchdowns tonight, uh, one on a 20-yard run carry, one on a 25-yard carry, and he broke a big one for a 70-yard uh, reception touchdown. 42-13 right now, Racine Lutheran over Dominican. It's Taz Landry. Thank you very much. Let's get to line two, Greg Wanschneider. He's at the Kettle Marina at Waukesha South game. Hey, Greg, give us a quick update. Hey, this is a blowout, Mike, at Baby Tausch. Uh, 42 nothing. Uh, Kevin Marine uh, overwalks us off beginning of the fourth quarter. Uh, Sire of this game, you guys, so far, Elijah Weiss, three touchdowns, uh, one for 75 yards. Um, Elijah Weiss might be getting my game ball for uh, for Kevin Marine. There we go. Walkers to South is doing um, – Better at running the football, but it's still forty-two nothing, uh, fourth quarter. That is that is such a tough situation to be in if you're Waukesha South. Man. I know it's 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 very a- difficult. AJ AJ Rabel, head coach over there, was one of my coaches over at Carroll. And, a good and guy, great dude, one of the best football players I think that has come through this state that gets really underappreciated for how dominant he was. Yeah. up at Whitewater uh, in that run that they had of national championships, but. It, it, it's hard to get that program going, Mike, obviously, as you know, in that Classic 8, because there, there's no bye week. There's there's no None. week that you can come down, there, and you, you go to Waukesha West, and then, then you go to Muskego. And South even, is the – you know what? And I hate to say it right now. South kind of is some of these guys' bye week. They've O'Connor been the punching Mo- bag. Well, Oconomowoc, too, right now. Yep. So, hey, let's get a few, um, few more before we get to a break. Uh, let's get to uh, line two. Nate's back on. A Pewaukee at Wisconsin Luther. Nate, what's going on? Nate George, you there? Let's get to line four if we can. Ted Lang 
is at the Racine Horlick Franklin game. Ted, give us an update. Yeah, guys, it's blowout city here. It is uh, now running clock. It's 447 and running. Uh, Franklin Sabres, 48. The Racine Horlick Rebels, 7. Uh, you know, obviously they're scoring points, but it's been the Sabre defense that's been the story here. Racine Horlick has three first downs the whole game. One was a big pass for the touchdown, and the other one was a uh, roughing the punter penalty. But the Franklin defense have been flexing their muscles here. Ted, thank you very much. 48-7, Franklin over Racine Horlick. And uh, Ted is brought to you by Balistrieri Brothers Pizza, game day special. Two three-topping 16-inch pizzas, two garlic breads, and 20 wings, all for $49.99. Highway 100 and Beloit Balistrieri Brothers Pizza. Line one, Rob Vite is at McGuanago at Arrowhead. Rob, give us an update. Well, so it was a 34-14 Arrowhead. Uh, Arrowhead dominated the game pretty much from start to finish. Uh, they just capped off a, a 60-yard uh, fumble recovery to put them up 34-14, six minutes left, fourth quarter. I tell you what, Arrowhead's one of the hottest teams in the area right now. Yeah, no doubt they are. And if you want to talk about a program that can put up numbers and, and immediately take you off the sheet with some athletes yeah. and some great coaching. Uh, they made a change. They took their safety and put him at quarterback. And they've won five in a row since they did that. If they they'll hold on tonight to win, guys, we wow. got to get you a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you scores and updates from all the key high school football games in the area. Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. Let's get right to it if we can. Let's get to line three. Mike Bush is at the Martin Luther at St. Catharines game. Mike, give us an update. Yeah, it's a final down here now. Racine St. Catharines 27. You could probably hear Greendale Martin Luther 21. Um, Martin Luther was able to make the game interesting with the uh, Kalinske Twins. Um, Bryson, Brad, I believe. Yep. All my notes are shot. A um, couple <laughs> passes, and uh, and they ended up in the end zone. Yeah, I didn't bring an umbrella or nothing like an idiot. <laughs> and uh, But then Racine Cathers was able on fourth and five. Deshaun Brown, again, the quarterback, on a keeper with two minutes to go, was able to get the first down, oh. a couple kneel downs. Yeah, he's the real deal. And uh, I'm staring at Coach Miller right now from Cathers. He's with his team. Um, maybe I can give you a shout back. Yeah, that'd be great. We'd love That's to awesome. get him on. Let's get to line three. Jim Fisher. He's at the Shored Messmer mm. Whitnell game. Maybe Whitnell's made a big comeback. Fisher, give us an update. Hey, Mike. We do have a big comeback. Philly will like this one. Uh, Shorewood Messmer 27, Whitnell 21. There we go. Whitnell took the ball down, scored, onside kick, recovery, then took the ball down there and you scored go. again. There you go, How Coach How much time Rob? left? We got three minutes, 45 seconds left in the game. Whitnell's about to kick off. Yeah, keep us up to date on that one, if Man. you would. You know, Mesper's won games like this all year long where they're the team that's been down. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. Let's get to line one if Come we on, can. Come on, Coach Rob White. I got a lot of faith in you, baby. Tyler Peters, New Berlin Eisenhower. Give us an update, Tyler. Hey, hey, Mike. Uh, so we do have a final New Berlin Eisenhower. They ran they ran the clock out pretty much for the rest of the game, and they beat uh, South Milwaukee forty eight to six. And so, truth, 
So a few things. We actually, I actually do have new Berlin Eisenhower coach Kern here waiting for me, but I do want to say, Mike, since this probably is going to be my last game of the year, I just want to say thanks once again for allowing me to do this show. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've had a great, I've had great fun doing it. I can't wait to be with you next year. Hey, Tyler, you bet. And when you get back, if we're doing playoff stuff, let me know if uh, when you get back in town. Absolutely. And so now I have new Berlin Eisenhower coach Kern right here. I'll hand the phone right over to him. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Hello? Hey, Coach, Mike McGivern and Baby Tausch. Billy Schmidt oh, sitting in. Tausch today. There you go, Coach Kern. How we doing, buddy? Another big All win, right. man. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. Hey, so we'll get. I'll get a chance to see you Thursday night, I hear. Yeah, we're pretty excited about that. Uh, got to, get to repeat our... Our uh, time together from last year. So that was a big goal of ours for this year, so we're excited about it. Well, that's awesome. Messmer Shorewood is holding on right now against Whitnell. So it uh, they were up big, and, and Whitnell's made a game of it. And that's who you'll get. We'll be at Shorewood next Thursday at 7 o'clock as uh, New Berlin Eisenhower takes on uh, Messmer Shorewood. Hey, Coach, with one game left in the regular season, obviously the, the, the goal is to, to win the Woodland Conference Championship, go back-to-back. Have, have, have you thought at all, and as coaches, we never look ahead, but we work ahead. Have you thought about what direction the WIA will take you guys? They'll keep you at home, stuff like that? Yeah, you try not to spend too much energy on that just because it's obviously not something you can do anything about. And mm-hmm. uh, try, trying to figure it all out just gives you a headache. So I think we've just approached it as if we get to ourselves to an undefeated season, I think we're going to be deserving of a top seed and, and looking at some home games in the playoffs and I think that's that's you know wherever they put us whether it's here or to the southwest or the northeast you know we can't control that so we'll just keep doing what we can do and, and see what happens at the seating meeting next week. Matt I, I know that your boys last year with, with with the sour taste in the mouth and, and going down to Madison getting all that way and, uh, and and earning your way that whole way through you you guys have a little bit younger of a group, but they were around for that run. How much has that motivated them to get back into that game at Camp Randall? Yeah, I don't think you can understate that. I, I think it's been a couple of things. It's it's motivation, like you said, but also we did really benefit from a lot of extra reps with those guys last year. We, we they got to play a lot in in games, and we got the extra five weeks of practice. So we we started this year at a point probably more advanced than maybe what we had initially anticipated, and. Um, I know. I think you notice too that our kids just kind of don't don't blink at big spots. They're not intimidated. I think they frankly take the field expecting to win every Friday, and that's that takes time to build that. But we we've got that going right now for us. And that's a dangerous feel, man. Congrats, congrats, Kern. Hey, uh, Matt Curry. Congratulations. I'll see you Thursday night. All right. Thanks, guys. Let's get. Thank you. Let's get to line four. Dan Miller, head football coach at St. Catharines, is on big win over Martin Luther tonight. Dan, how you been? Dan Miller, are you there? This this is going to be the game of the week that that was in the area too, and and, and for Coach Miller and his guys over at Racine St. Cats to knock off another undefeated team and and a team that really, Mike was was ranked just above them in in D four. Right, this close to the playoffs is huge. Yep, Dan, are you there? Hello. Hey, let's put him on hold real quick. Yeah, let's, let's get to line two let him if we settle can. down a little bit. Yeah, Carl Farbs is at the uh, Germantown-Brookfield East game. Carl, give us an update. Hey, gentlemen, I've got uh, 3.15 left in the fourth quarter. I have Brookfield East 25, Germantown 14. Uh, catch update on all of that. Uh, Cam McDonald with a touchdown in the first quarter for Brookfield East. Sam McGath with another touchdown at the four-minute mark 
to make it 14 nothing. Uh, then Germantown takes a big play and gets to the house, making it 14 to seven. Uh, second quarter, a touchdown by Donovan Hunt to make it 22 to seven with a two point conversion by Nick Klemer for Brookfield East, and then Trevor Lehman with a nice touchdown to make it uh, 22 to 14, and then uh, Prodzinski in the third quarter with a 27 yard field goal to make it 25 14 with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. But Germantown does have the ball. Beautiful, Carl. Well done. Thank you very much. Let's uh, get to line three if we can. Nate George at the Pewaukee, Wisconsin Lutheran game. Hey, Nate, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Uh, it's now Pewaukee 17, Wisconsin Lutheran 16. Wow. Uh, right after I got off the phone, I tried calling you back, but I got cut off. Pewaukee uh, got very good field position on the four-yard line, a bad snap on a punt, deep in the zone. Oh, did we lose him? Nate, you there? just been puzzling how Wisconsin Lutheran 90% of their plays this half have been just dives up the middle. They've gone away from getting to the outside with their with their speed and their athleticism, and it's, it's just very puzzling to me how how their game plan has changed, especially now being behind. They just turned the ball over again on fourth down, deep in their own zone. Hey, did the weather change or anything? Everything's the same. Everything's the same. They just, number six, number three, they're running backs that are very good out in the open field. They've been just Battering ramming up the up the middle and Pewaukee's D line just been stuffing them. Interesting. Seventeen sixteen. Pewaukee that's over a Wisconsin. Strong D line, man. When I saw them play Eisenhower, that's a big that's a big offensive front at Eisenhower. We just talked to Coach Kern. And uh those Pewaukee boys in the middle of that line, they had this dude, Mike, number seventy two, that I'm telling you, when he walked off the bus, he had the D one body, he had the D one pads on, and they were they were on the field for for twenty five plus minutes of the game man and and it's hard to keep your traction for that long but when you're stuffing guys in and you know playing defense once once the momentum shifts on defense you're playing with a big time swagger yeah big swagger i'll tell you what watching these guys down last night uh indian trail had never shut out bradford and they bradford's offense last night did, did not play very well these guys on on indian trail their linebackers were getting to everything and and they weren't. There was nobody that got single tag. They they were run, run, good. Get to the ball, four, five, six mm-hmm. guys, and they all know each other. You know that feeling. Yep. It's it, it cross town rival. They all played against each other since they were, you know, four years old. So they're 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 hitting each other, and then they're helping each other up and slapping them, and and they're laughing a little bit. They got a little that's chippy an, it, for a minute, but not not bad. That's such an interesting rivalry too to me when when you're talking about what that Indian Trail. Uh, program has now gone through to build to where they're at and be in the situation that they're in. Like you said, those guys have played together for so long and probably played on some of the feeder teams together when they were going up when they didn't know exactly where they were going to be be in school. Right. As as Indian Trail is in such a, a youthful part of that program. Right. They and, and I'll tell you what, when when we talked to the US Army player of the game and then we talked to a kid named Scooter they both were like, look, this is a big win because we, we had already beaten Tremper. For us to beat yep. Bradford, we're the city champs, and that's a thing down there. So they're which the, is they, awesome. Kenosha, the city champs, which is uh, which is awesome. Let's get to line two if we can. Uh, Lewis Brown, head football coach at Franklin. We talk to him pretty much every week. Hey, Coach, nice win tonight. Thanks, guys. appreciate it. Hey, Lewis, when, when you were in studio and I talked to the seniors that you had in studio with me, they said, look, we owe – we owe uh, Horlick something. 
Yeah. We, we owe them a little something, and we're looking forward to getting them uh, up here, and, and we'll we'll get them we'll get them paid back. And sure enough, you guys paid them back plenty. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to play them at home. Nice to play them on turf. Last year we played them in kind of a mud bowl, um, and you know their athletes made us look very slow. Made us look like Clydesdales out there. And tonight, uh, you know, we moved pretty well on the turf, and uh, I think all three facets of our game were were dialed in. Boy, that uh, that makes a big difference. And you know what? When when those guys left the studio, I circled this one because I wanted to see if you guys, if, if they're t- going to take care of the business that they said they were going to, and they certainly did. Coach, you get uh, one more game. Kenosha Tremper got beat pretty good uh, tonight against uh, Oak Creek. You get one more game and then playoff time. Um, did you start doing anything different now with playoffs right around the corner, or do you guys just go about your business the way you do it? Um, I'm a great question. Um, yeah, we, we have to go about our business. They're high school kids. You know, you can't, uh, you can't sit yep. there and give a kid a week off cause he's, you know, you still got to play ball. Otherwise you don't get better. You got to get better this week. Cause we're going to see really good teams in the next, you know, hopefully three, four, five weeks. So you, they're, they're going to get the week off. That's for sure. Now coach, when, when, when you're maneuvering for this playoff roster, and like we said, you still do have one more week in the regular season. What are you going to do for, for your scout team guys? If, if you're an, an underclassman, do you keep those guys around during the playoff run to give your, your seniors a good look? Absolutely. Yeah. Matter of fact, we bring, uh, we've had six freshmen up on our JV and one on varsity all year. Wow. Um, so those guys will stay up. And then we'll probably bring another three or four freshmen up. And then the freshman coaches do a great job of um, working with the scout team. They'll be running while we're doing indie drills and stuff. They'll be running scout team plays. And uh, it's just, you know, we've, we've done it for a lot of years. It's, it's a lot of fun when you get to the playoffs, you know. Hey, Franklin, those young guys really feel, feel a part of it. If we do ever make it to, to Madison, I always take those guys with. No doubt. That's how you build a camaraderie of a program. Yeah, and they get to then see how big and strong that, that and fast that it, it is to play at that next level. Hey, Lewis, do you, do you guys, uh, you know, again, as coaches, we work we look at it, but we, we never look at it, but we work at it. Do you start to look to see who's going to be in your area, where you think the WI is going to be, going to have you guys, or do you just wait for that that Saturday and, and, and figure it out from there? Yeah, I mean, you kind of as a you know, kind of as a coach, kind of wonder, you know, uh, you know who might be with you, and you, you just never know what they're going to do. Um, I mean, there's not much you can do. You just got to kind of wait it out, and then have a who's next mentality. That's kind of what you have to do. That's awesome, Lewis Brown. Congratulations, great win tonight. Tell tell those guys that were in studio with me. Well, they're they're men of their word because they said they'd pay him back, and you got him good. Have a good night, Lewis. Sounds good. Thanks. You bet. Let's get to line one if we can. I think it's is it Scott? Who's that? Uh, line one, Scott from Waukesha West. What's going on? No, it's Mark out here at Waukesha West. Oh, Mark. Yeah. I thought we had finals, it's uh, Mosquito thirty, Waukesha West seven. Boy, Coach Clousey will not be happy. There must have been a dozen penalties. I bet over 100 yards of penalties. It kind of helped out Waukesha West even to move down the field. But they did get the W, but very, 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 very sloppy play. Not looking like a playoff team uh, tonight, guys. Well, and they're one of the top five teams in D1, which is just an impressive thing to do. Yeah, they they are. And when you take a look at I think a lot of people had them picked to maybe win that conference and uh, it's it's a really good conference. They get uh, McGuanago next week. McGuanago, Arrowhead took it to them tonight. So they get it. McGuanago, who's a decent football team, and then starts the playoffs. We talk about a grass field. 
Mike, and, and talk about a tough place to play, McGuanago. It was the site of one of the best high school football games I've ever seen. It was four years ago. It was when, when Dom was at McGuanago and Craig Evans was playing at Sun Prairie, and they meet in the third round of the playoffs. Man. It was an absolute mud bowl like we talked about. Right. And it was a defense prevails game, and that was one of those times where you look at it, and the field conditions can definitely have a factor when you're playing over there in McGuanago. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, let's get to line two if we can. Dan Miller, head football coach at Racine St. Catharines. What a big win for them tonight. Hey, Coach, uh, congratulations. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. How you doing? Yeah, I've been good. How have you been? Hey, I'm doing all right. I saw you on TV yesterday. You're looking great. Man, I appreciate that. He looks like that. a movie star coach. You oh, can be yeah. honest with it, right? <laughs> yeah, John John <laughs> Candy, kind of one of those movie stars. Oh, man. man. It, was, it was great. Hey, Coach, what a big win for you guys. You know, the, you. Uh, the I'm coaching basketball at Martin Luther, so I got to be honest, I was rooting for my Spartans. But uh, I, I, you know, Butchie was he was uh, he was thinking the other way around. But I said, you know what? I don't think so. No, I was I I I'm <laughs> laughing right now. One hundred percent was rooting. Hey, I I root for you every week except this week, Coach. You know that. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. Mike Bush said that uh, Martin Luther had, had certainly a very hard time with your quarterback tonight. Yeah, uh, Brown played really well. Um, you know, and it all starts up front. I thought our offensive line did a fabulous job. Uh, Coach McAuliffe really got him going. Uh, you know, we had a nice game plan, and I, you know, I think that's where we we won the game today was uh, in the trenches, and we talked about that all week. Yeah, it's uh, that's where it starts. That's, that's where, where it starts. Goes. Now, is yeah, there? A, yeah, you know, a big game like this, you just you, you kind of got to just go back to the nuts and bolts of of what this game is all about. Totally and, agree. Uh, you know, that was our perspective going in. It, it was homecoming for us this week, so I mean, with all the distractions. Uh, I knew that I knew uh, you know the boys just needed some some sound you know uh, perspective and, and that's what we started on Monday with. Hey, coach, how, with and we've been talking to other coaches about playoffs and, and things. There's a chance. I know Martin Luther. They sent a different way. I think last year. There's a chance you guys will meet again. Correct. Well, hey, you know the WI as well as I do. Um, and uh, they'll stick they'll stick teams in in the same brackets and stuff and. Um, but it, again, it's all you know. It all comes down to where they feel we we both fit. Um, and, you know, that's kind of what we were saying as we were shaking hands. Both both teams know that uh, there's there's definitely another rematch in the making if we both uh, do what we're supposed to do and, and play continue to play good football. Coach, that was a very diplomatic answer. I'm Man. proud of you. Now, now what I <laughs> what I do want to ask you is uh, when when you do get ready for these playoffs, Coach Miller, and when you're you're building this this program. As you have, you guys are one of the tops in Division Four. How are you going to get your young guys involved into a playoff run? Well, uh, you know, the young guys uh, have been helping out with our scout team and stuff like that. We have a nice young group of uh, of players, and uh, you know, we we always say, you know, we're we're trying to uh, trying to practice against the best each and every day, and uh, so we're, we're able to get a nice, uh, uh, a sturdy scout team offensively and defensively. And I think that's where, you know, you you just hope as a coach that you're peaking at this time, right? Yeah, no yeah, doubt. You have to. Yep. Hey, Dan, thank you so much. Uh, say hi to your family for me. Please say hello to your wife for me. And uh, Oh, I sure will. Yeah, we good. still l- talk about the time in, uh, uh, that uh, you had us up there. I Man, appreciate it. It was fun. I look forward to doing that again sometime. You guys come in studio and we'll, we just talk smack back and forth. That's what makes it fun. 
that's nice. She's uh, got her own business now, Skin and Glam LLC. So she's uh, ready to talk about that. Hey, you, is there a website people need to see or what? Yeah, definitely. Skin and Glam. Uh, S K I N N Glam. Uh, that L- uh, LLC and um, uh, esthetician work, and uh, she's doing fabulous. Uh, everybody loves her. Let her know I'm, send, I'm sending an invoice down to her, man. Se- you can't you can't get free plugs on this show. That's Dan yeah, Miller. Yeah, especially with Mike McGivern, yeah, Dan. Man, Come on, you know this, have, man. She's going to have to tune into this. So she's she's going yeah. to start tuning in. Let her know it's 30 days net on that invoice I send her. That's Dan Miller, head football coach at St. Catharines. You're crazy, Let, big Let's time. get to three. Taz, we're seeing Luther and Dominican. I think it's a final. Taz, what's going on? Nothing, nothing. Another uh, rainy, little, little rainy night, but we had a good football game. What was the final? Final was forty-eight to thirteen. Oh man, I'll tell you, Dominican's awfully good basketball program. Their football program struggles a little bit. Yeah, it, it does. They got a lot of young kids, and and our line was just too big and physical. And we got two good, really running backs, really good. Well, and and so once we play schools our size, we'll be. We'll be all right. Martin Luther and St. Catharines are both in Division Four, and we're in Division Six. So yeah, that that's going to make a difference. Yeah, St. Catharines. You heard that? I think with with us with Dan Miller, they got to win tonight against uh, against Martin Luther. I know if that game gets uh, if they play them in the playoffs, I know Martin Luther is hoping that game's on turf. That that field right. over at Horlick's tough, man. Yeah, it, it gets a lot of play every weekend. There's games there, and lots of times there's two games a weekend there. No and doubt. So, but, hey, but I was surprised. Uh, you know, uh, St. Cats had a bigger offensive line. That's probably what did it. Yeah, no doubt. Coach, congratulations. Really good win. Uh, good luck come playoff time. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. It's good talking right. to you. Let's get to good line. Good you guys. You bet. Let's get to line one if we can. Jed Kennedy, Burke Central. Nice win there over Sussex Hamilton tonight, 20-10. to 10. Hey, Jed, congratulations. That's a good win. Mike, he's talking to the Freeman. I'll have him in a minute. Sound? Does he know we're on oh, hold? Oh, he's got the walk. He's talking to the walk shop. He's probably uh, talking about man Jeff Hannish over there. Now Jeff is a good dude. Yeah. Jeff is also a Carroll alum, Mike. So you're gonna have to put some respect uh, on that name over at the Freeman. I I don't really have to give that. No, <laughs> but Jed it's Kennedy, written word, man. The best part is Jed Kennedy's not gonna um he's not gonna hold on and wait for too long. So you hey, did the right job so going right to I him. I got to tell you my favorite Jed Kennedy story. If you've heard it, please tell me because I've told it a couple times. Jed's at Kenosha Bradford. I'm doing this. Jed won't give me the – he will not give me the time of day. I call him, won't return my call. We're Thursday nights. We're down there for a Bradford game. He walks on the field. There's a writer and a radio guy from the Racine, Kenosha area asking him questions. He walks out with his wife. He kind of leaves three steps ahead of his wife to talk to these two, and I'm standing there just listening. He gets done. He looks at me. He goes, what about you? You got anything? I said, oh, yeah. Raise my hand. I said, coach? He said, what? I said, I just have one question for you. How in the world do you have any idea how far you all kicked your coverage? Matt, your wife is way too good looking for you. And she started laughing. She goes, answer the question. And he just shook his head, started laughing. And he is, you know what? He's picked up my phone call I bet he ever has. since. Ever since, Matt. It's been awesome. And he's still like, man, you know, I can't believe you did that to me. I said, I can't believe you didn't see, call me Mike, back. Mike McGivern, see, now people underestimate uh, – you're you're a bit of a, a a guy that will 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 take a couple of shots and that that's I a stir good the one pot. right there. You stir the pot. I that's why you pot. and I get along so well. Yeah, I, I think I need to meet your daddy. I met him one time. I'll 
Did you you know that? I met you guys, met your dad, I think, at uh, Champs out in Brookfield one time. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I need now I know a few stories about him from Pius days, and I need yeah, to talk you, to you him can't, again. You can't get a hold of any of them. No, oh, no. I, I think I think their phones got disconnected. <laughs> no. Mike. In fact, at <laughs> 799-1250, man, Mr. Schmidt, if you're listening, you give us a call. Jed Kenny, are you there yet? Yeah, Mike, I got him right here. Here he is. Thanks. Hey, Mike. Hey, Jed, how you doing? Nice win tonight. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> You know, we were without four starters on offense, so we didn't oh. know how it was going to be. Um, you know, we sat Julian Bonda. He had an ankle injury. We sat David Joplin. He had an ankle injury. We sat two offensive linemen. And wow. People, uh, you know, people wondered what our plan was going to be. And I got together with our staff on Wednesday, and I said, we're going to go back to who we are. So we're going to run the football. And, uh, you know, our, our, our tailback was a stud tonight, Rashad Lampkin. He's proven to be a special one. Oh, man. Man, he is good. Man, we, we saw him. He, I'll tell you what. Jed, he's really good. When he gets to a crease, he's he's gone. He's a tough kid too. Oh yeah, I think he had 18 carries in the first half. Wow. You know, so that was an old that was an old school. Uh, you know, kind of reminded me of my Bradford days. To be honest with you, where we throw it about five times a game and uh, go from there. So, uh, you know, what I tell our kids is when you when you're down in players, you put it in your best players' hands. And uh, yep. you know, with Drew Lashinsky and um, uh, Rashad Lampkin, that's. Uh, Two pretty good players to get going, Coach. When you, when you're in a situation like that, man, when you're when you're sitting those kind of guys and, and dudes that are going to be legit for you and, and starters for you, you you talked about being able to run the football. How much is that going to play into a part when you guys get into November? Oh, you, you, there's two things you got to do to to compete for a state championship. You got to run the ball and you got to pr- play great defense. And uh, you know our defense is um, getting back to you know where they were a little bit. Um, you know, in the past, we had six kids off last year's defense playing college football. Yep, and uh, um, you know, it took us a little bit of time, but our kids play pride here. And um, just wait, just wait one second here, Mike. Buddy, if I can help, let me know, okay? Okay, that run. Save that for somebody else now, all right? <laughs> Jed- that was Jackson pulled up who had maybe the run of the season in the state. Oh my gosh, he might have broke ten tackles. Man, it's our a- kids a stud, but uh, sorry about that, Mike. No, and, that's uh, no worries. Um, you know, just uh, you know. <laughs> You know, you just keep believing, and as I tell kids, you know, when, when a program's had the success that we've had, you know, you're going to get everybody's best every week, and people aren't going to feel sorry for when you have guys going down. So people aren't going to feel sorry for you. Why do we feel sorry for ourselves? You know, so you know, we, you know, most people when when you lose a player like Julian Bond who caught 100 balls last year, you think things would hinge a little bit, but you know, our kids just looked at it as a challenge and uh, proud of everybody how they stepped up. Hey, Jed, those kids that were out tonight injured. Uh... Is it long term? Are they out for a week, maybe two? No, What's they'll going be on? back. They actually, you know, Joplin was close to playing tonight. Julian, we tried in practice last night. He was close. And you know, here's the reality: you know, we, when we lost two weeks ago to Marquette, you know, we're not getting the number. You know, people say we're not going to win the conference. I could care less about that. I'm worried about seedings and playoffs. Yep. And uh, you know, that's we we got to get those kids ready for the playoffs. And uh, you know, it's you know, once that number one seed went out the window with losing that game, it's all about getting kids healthy. And, uh, um, you know, I think we took a good step towards that tonight. Hey, Coach, good luck next week against Menominee Falls. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk again come playoff time. Well, I, I hope so. And I hope those are deep conversations into uh, November. So. Yeah, you and me yeah, both. No That's doubt, man. Jed Kennedy, he's one of the good ones. You want to talk about a guy coach. that just you can sit down and talk football with for four hours. Like he just said, though, Mike, when, when you have guys – that that need some rest because nobody's going to be a hundred percent come November, right? No. We we know that, and and all these kids know that. These coaches know that. 
but what you do need to do is make sure that you're in, in the primed position to have those guys as close to 100% as possible. And some of that's just resting, you know, a couple of days off the legs. Let's get to line four before we get to a, a break. Greg Weinstein has been on hold for a while. Greg, give us an update. Hey, hey Greg. Hello? Hello? Hey, this is Justin Gum. Hey, Coach Mike McGivern and, and Bill Schmidt. How you been? Good. How are you? Matt, good win tonight. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was uh... – Felt pretty good to get, get get another one in a row. We needed needed that. You did, coach. You guys started on fire, had a little bit of a dip, but you feel like these boys are playing again, huh? Yeah, we do. We've made some personnel changes uh, a couple weeks ago, and we felt like that was a big big move for us. And um, you know, it's it's obviously worked out in our favor. We didn't play the prettiest first half tonight. We had the ball on the ground twice, but man, in the second half, our kids play, came to play. So that was good to see. Man, that's that's good, Coach. How hard is it when when you go through? Look, a lot of people in the beginning of the year talked about Kettle Moraine as that team that's going to take that next step in what's the best football conference in the state. And then you know that that in the middle of the season with a couple of of, of tough weeks, how hard is it to keep that locker room? You know, I, I think a, a credit to our coaching staff and our kids. I don't, I don't think they stopped believing. Their goals are all still in place, and we knew. You know, we, we've had the this, this same schedule last year, so we knew going into the middle of the season that was kind of our gauntlet, those three-game stretch, and we always want to come out of there, you know, at least one in one of them. And uh, we battled, you know, in, in, in a couple of those, and we were right in a couple of those, you know, up in half or whatever. Uh, we just didn't finish games, and so that's kind of been an emphasis for us the last couple of weeks, and it's good to see our kids respond. Well, Coach, congratulations. Good luck next week, and uh, I'm sure come playoff time, we'll, I'll give you a call. Much appreciated. Good talking to you, Michael Paul as well. You got it, Coach. That's uh, Coach Gum from Kettle Moraine. Guys, we're late. Let's get you a break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time now for your Wendy's Varsity Blitz Scoreboard Update. I'm Anthony Mandela. Some final scores coming in. Franklin defeats Racine Horlick 48-13. Racine St. Catharines defeats Greendale Martin Luther 27-21. Brookfield Central gets a 20-10 win over Sussex Hamilton. New Berlin Eisenhower rolls past South Milwaukee 48-6. Racine Lutheran defeats Dominican 42-13. Brookfield East comes out on top 25-14 over Germantown. Kettle Moraine over Waukesha South 42-70. Homestead defeats Hartford 33-7. Greendale over Pius 60-8. This scoreboard update is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your windows in before it gets cold. Go to PellaWI.com radio. And by Wendy's. Listen tomorrow to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show from 10 a.m. to noon. Dave Keel from Homestead High School will be in studio. That's tomorrow at 10 a.m. And this has been your Wendy's Varsity Blitz scoreboard recap. I'm Anthony Mandela, Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. S-S-M-E-R, Mesmer, Mesmer, best by far. La-di-da, the bishops are the best. Man, you already made the one guy quit all here. The, rest. the bishops are the best. La-di-da, <laughs> la-di-da, la-di-da. Let's get to line one. Head football coach at Messwood, Mesmer Shorewood. 
La-di-da, the bishops are the best. Man, I've been singing all night. Coach Davis, great win tonight. Yeah, it was. Thank you. Thank you. Man, hail to thee, my alma mater, best in all the <laughs> land. Man, I tell you what, you go to Whitnall and get a win on their homecoming on their turf, that's a good win, Coach. Thank you. It was it was a real good win. It was, uh, we got, hey, Whitnall, hey, it's their homecoming. You know, they came back on us, and uh, we got a big turnover. Uh, and then the guys ever capitalized on that, and I uh, was able to pull it off at the end. Coach, my fear was – this sounded a lot like some of your games, but in the opposite. You guys jump out. They made a nice comeback, kind of like what you guys have done all year, and you guys held on to, to, to win it. I thought I'd be getting that call from the guy from Whitnell saying, <laughs> hey, we got one at the end. Something happens the last five minutes to these games. Your boys get it done. Yeah, they uh, they, fo- they focus up. I mean, you're mm-hmm. right. I mean, you, you think you were having that throw, and I was like, this cannot happen. It sounds like something we would do. You know, watching it on the field. But um, so they got the ball. They pounded it down the field. Um, Coach caught a great call at, at the end. Um, and uh, where we punched it in. Coach, um, when, it was a great call. Coach, when, when you're starting to get ready, and, and obviously next week you're going to have a chance to play for the Woodland title and uh, something that that school has been looking for since you guys really combined and have become a, a, a really, really strong program in that Woodland. You're talking to a Whitnell alum, so, Coach, I got to say congratulations, but it is hurting me because I know those boys on that other side are hurting, and and the dance tomorrow is not going to be as much fun. I I think I have a free lunch coming. That's what I'm thinking, Coach Davis. You might, might, Coach. I I may bring you with me. Yeah, Coach, you might have have to come with us because uh, I want to talk a little bit about how you've done and and what you've done with that program because it is really, really impressive for how you guys have done that. You know, uh, it doesn't doesn't start with me. You know, Coach Zorman. Uh, a few years ago, when he came over, he changed the mindset. It was, you know, it was not a woe is me thing. I'm yep. gonna, we're, you know, we're mess with. It was, uh, it set, what he used to say was set the expectation, and the boys would meet, would meet the expectations you set for them. Uh, so the first thing we did, you know, we made a weight room inside the school, got the boys in the weight room. Um, and then when Coach Hoffman took over, he took, you know, he just carried that same mantra. And all I'm doing is just following behind their footsteps and uh, just keeping that, that same mantra, you know, uh, we, the boys set a goal this year to win the East. Uh, we, they were able to accomplish that. And hopefully this, uh, this, helps, even, this helps build the program um, even more. But it's was, it was all about Coach Dorman coming in and making sure that guys didn't have an excuse. You know, it wasn't, you know, hey, everyone puts their pants on the same way. Yes, let's you know, go so play. So it's about what, what, are, what do we need to do to get better? Hey, hey, Coach, um, I don't know if you, you have heard from Ron Davies at all, but I talked about it uh, when we came on the air tonight. He is uh, battling some uh, some health issues right now, okay. and, and I know that he's thinking about you, and if he's listening right now, he's smiling. He's really happy for you. You know he thinks the world of you. And uh, he said, man, that's a guy who has been in the building, been in the weight room, been working all the way through to make this program what it is, and and he's the perfect guy to, to, to be the head of this program. So he's really happy for the job you've done, Coach, and has a lot of respect for you as a man and as a coach. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, Coach Davies, is, when I first started coaching football, I was with Coach Davies. And uh, we, we, we had a lot of talks, and you know, he's a mentor to me. You know, um, he's a great man, and uh, I'm going to have to make sure I give him a call and make sure to check on him. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that to me. I'll make sure I do that. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's just an incredible, incredible man. Yeah. You know, I, and, I mean, he's great. 
I agree, and, and, and Coach, uh, for the guys that are listening that that may did not hear when we started the show, uh, he's he's battling some lung cancer, and they're going to go in next Friday, and they feel pretty confident that they're going to be able to take that lobe and get it out, slow okay. progressing, uh, but he, he could use the prayers, Coach, and, oh, and so no you get a chance to uh, bow your head and say a little prayer for Ron and for Jane yes, and and uh, it'll be good. Coach, I'll see you next Thursday. I think I, I'm going to be out there too, Co- Coach. I, Mike, it. I'm going to come on out with you because that's going to be a heck of a football game. It man. is. I look forward to being on the sidelines with the Mesmer and, and the Shorewood <laughs> boys. Okay, but I want I want to see my Mesmer boys. Coach <laughs> David, hey, good uh, good win tonight. I'll see you on Thursday. Oh, thank you very much. I'll see you next Thursday. You got it. Thank you. Man, that's an incredible feeling. It's an incredible story. With you know, Ron put this thing together, and 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 people kept saying it can't work. You can't take kids from Mesmer Seven, the capital, move them to the east to Shorewood, yep. and make that thing work. It's it's not even a question anymore about well, who's at what's. It's one team, mm-hmm. and that was Ron's dream. In fact, they wrote a book about it. And it's and it's his dream. Can we make this thing happen? Because we don't have enough kids to play. They're not competitive. Let's see if we. It's straight down Capitol Drive. Can we get this to happen? Right. It's an easy enough commute for for them to get to practice to it and is. from. And and with that, like you said, Mike, it's it's two it's two different sides of town. I mean, it's right down Capitol, but those are two different sides of town, no doubt. And and when you're talking about our city coming together, yeah. And and ultimately, what it is, it's about the it's about the kids. Right. It is. And, and and you know what? Ron set that foundation, didn't have much success, fought a lot. I need. I can't be in this conference. We go, we're not competing. Let's get into this conference. He laid the groundwork for 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 uh, Coach Zorman, for, for, uh, yep. Co- right, for all of us, for Chad, and, and now for uh, Coach Davison. And he laid that groundwork, and because of the work he did to put into that program, it's been successful. we got to get to a break. Secret agent man is he's waving his hands. You right over there, bro? You're, yeah. Yeah, he's you're, good. What what do you got? You got the under in this Yankees Red Sox game? It's five three in the eighth. Is that what you're sweating over there? No, I got the under this Utah State BYU game. We're looking <laughs> good at it. Yeah, of course. There you go. Hey, <laughs> did, did Waukesha West cover tonight? Man. No, no. They actually is a backdoor cover. Oh, at the end there. man. Dude, we do not talk gambling on the high school show. This is the Wendy's varsity blitz. Mike, you got See, some money on there. You can oh, corner that market. Yeah. No chance. They those might take days you are out over. of that Hall of Fame, though. You know what? Those days, uh, hey, I, when I did do it, I was bad at it. And my wife's shaking her head right now. Can I say that was one of the, the f- best moments I've had in this studio when you were sitting in this seat right here and, and, Coach, it was Coach Swiddle that was over there, right? And Coach from uh, I'm forgetting the name now. D- from Dan Brunner, Dan Brunner, and then the coach from uh, Whitewater, Saint Saint Francis, right? Oh yeah, D- uh, Doug Sarver, yeah. Doug Sarver. Yeah. They're all in here, and they get to name that you're you're a Hall of Famer, man. I I could feel the 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 oh, respect man. in the room for you, and it was it was really really cool. So well, congrats I, on that. I appreciate that. That the funniest part with that is we go we did two segments, mm-hmm. right? And I was going like this, come yeah. on, we got to get to a break. Yeah. And they go, we got one more. And I'm looking at I, my sheets. And and I said, don't worry, Mike. Yeah, we'll the producers get... got you. Yeah, I know. You You're did. all good. I was in on the joke. I yeah. knew. I love when the hand was going and I'm cranking going, come around. Come on, boys. We got to go. Mike, they... Just take a second. We'll break a little late. Whew. Yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty awesome. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan.
to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Bill Schmidt. Just tell me something, man. So you knew that day, huh? Oh, yeah, for sure. No, they, they, they told me right away. They set me up. I had no idea that was coming. You ran out of here to go grab everybody a water or something like that. Right. Like the gracious hosts, you always are. I always when, when you bring coaches in, you bring guys in. We got some. We got some water. We got some notes for you. Whatever you need. It was the same treatment I got when I came in as a player. I don't know if you remember that I in do. the old studios. I do the and, old uh, studio. And then I remember interviewing you in the conference room. That's right. When I when I first got in, who into did, the air yeah, staff. Who did here. you come in with? No, it was uh, when you wanted to be an intern. That's right. That was me. I got you your job. I, yep. I brought you in, boy, and I can take you out. And you can take me out <laughs> anytime. I can take, I can take you out but it anytime. Was just, it was amazing because they come up to me and they tell me that that they, they want to honor you. And uh, just knowing what – and, I mean, you know, I've I've listened to the show for a while when I was sure. in high school, and, and you would you would check up on what Greenfield did and what Greendale did and, and, and see the, the big dogs around the area like the Franklins and the Oak Creeks and the Bradfords at the time when Jed Kennedy was down there. And uh, didn't I check in on Whitnell much? Not much. No, no, not I'm much. I'm sorry. You probably didn't need to. We were okay. We we, we were pretty average at I the time. I think I did check in on that Wisconsin Lutheran playoff yeah, game. Yeah, you probably, what you was probably that had score? somebody there. Yeah, you probably had about, somebody there. I, as, I can about. still see a Dia Bell as they as they want to trap me. They bring the they bring the left guard here as I post up and I just see this kid, two hundred and ten pounds, Mike, and six one at that stage as an eighteen year old catching the ball at a split back veer going up the other a gap with good speed, great speed. Yeah, boy, and, that's hard. And, uh, but what hey, you what you had done for the for high school football coverage in the state had can cannot be you know undersold. Well, so I, I really do appreciate what you've done, and man. I thank you for that. And it's funny because I had somebody this week ask me about it and said, you know, you've branded yourself as this, and I and I go, yeah, I, it's happened, and I didn't think that I was doing it. I just do it because my love for high school athletics. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you before we get out of here, this time of year now, these guys we talk to these coaches like Lewis Brown. Dan Miller from St. Catharines, they're in the playoffs, going to win their conference. And and I loved your question to Lewis. I loved it. When 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 you said, look, what are you going to do with these young guys? You know what? And he said, we we, we bring them up yep. and we get them on the scout team. And, and what happens then, and I know this as a basketball coach, that fear next year, they've now they've seen the size and the speed and they understand what they have to do to play at the next level. And I think it's really important, to, especially in football, to be able to get more bodies to come up and 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 kind of experience what playoff football is all well, about. Well, and too, what you're also doing is when we talk to Coach Kern about it as well, uh, you're going to get you know three, four, five extra weeks of practice depending on how far you're going. Right. And when you're developing a program and you're you're an established program like a Franklin, like an Eisenhower. Yep. You have the ability for some kids to get complacent, right? Didn't was that Dave Keel that last week or, or we we were talking to where some guys will think at some point. Well, we're Homestead, man. Right. We'll roll out the helmets. Yeah. We'll be okay. It was uh, it was Greendale. It was Greendale yeah. when we were talking Rob about Stoltz. Rob Stoltz. Yep. And and that dude, I have oh some great stories playing against that guy. Yeah. But I, uh a lot of respect for him, man. Incredible. Incredible coach at that at, at Greendale. And, and he but, get, you know what? And he gets it. There's a lot of guys that that get mm-hmm. it, and he's one of them. I love when he comes in studio. You think that I stir the pot a lot? Oh, man, that he, man, 
He messes yep. with me all the time. Well, he he was messing with me when I was on the field, but I, I was doing my fair share of trash talking, yeah. Mike. You know you that had, I wasn't taking – You I had was, it coming. I might have taken a couple of L's, but I was never going to be the one to hold it for too long. Hey, you know what? You're sitting in a big chair, and, and you're – I you're, appreciate uh, you having me yeah, in, man, but I hope, I hope Ron's back. Yeah, I, I hope so as well. And, again, uh, Ron is going through some medical stuff. If you're listening right now, close your eyes tonight. Say a prayer for Ron Davies and his uh, his wife, Jane. Uh, he'll he'll be back with us uh, next year, I'm telling you. But uh, he's he's battling some stuff right now. And and Ron, we're thinking about you. We're praying for you, and we love you. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.